0: Hello and welcome! Welcome to Radical Embodiment, the podcast. I am your host, Emily Wishall, and I am the author of the recently published book, Radical Embodiment, a practical guide to celebrating the skin you're in. I also work as an embodiment guide and a certified rolfer supporting women in releasing body shame and really learning how to love their body exactly as it is. My intention with this podcast is to offer you a new insight and perspective on how you get to be with your body so that you can release that worn out, exhausting story of being dissatisfied with your body the more you listen to this podcast and do the practices that I suggest, the more you can expect a softening and the emergence of a gentler approach to how you view and talk to yourself. Change, in the context of radical embodiment, is not a diet. It is not a workout plan. Instead, it is an overhaul of the way we treat and perceive ourselves. It is the fierce application of gentleness to the gaze we offer ourselves. Hyper focus around your weight and physical appearance robs you of your energy, clarity, power, and joy. I have created a method to help you learn how to love and inhabit yourself thoroughly and deeply. Each episode of this podcast will provide healing strategies to help you become more embodied and develop a more loving relationship with your body. If you enjoy the episodes, I would be deeply grateful if you would subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen to your podcast at and download the episodes, as well as share with your friends, family, and community. Together, let's cultivate peace, serenity, and deep love for these beautiful bodies of ours. And now, to today's episode. Hey, it's Emily, and you are listening to Radical Embodiment, the podcast. This is episode six, Find Your Enoughness. And I am particularly excited to get to share today's episode and topic with you as pretty much every woman I know, like definitely every female client that I've ever supported has lived with the belief of I am not enough as one of their main underlying beliefs in their subconscious, kind of that undercurrent that's really running their life, running the show is that feeling of I am not enough. And so um, I'm excited just to dive deeper into that and really support you as listeners in how to unwind that belief from your own system. So let's dive in to find your enoughness so that I am not enough belief. For me, it really was most of my life until the last you know, five, seven, five to seven years. Before that, though, it was my loudest internal narrative. I was constantly seeing how I was not enough. I was constantly noticing how I wasn't enough in basically all areas of my life. The largest area being my physical body, being the shape and the size of my body. From a very young age, I internalized the narrative that I was not enough because of the way my physical body looked. Because I felt like I was fat from age 8, I believed I wasn't enough to be acceptable, wasn't enough to receive approval until I could get like fix this this body of mine until I could lose weight. And so I was constantly striving and seeking anything that would promise that i would lose weight because i believed if i could lose the weight then i would be enough and maybe you relate in your own way to that of feeling like not enough because you have felt too big or maybe too small in in your body or maybe for you it's it's not it's not your body but it's something else that you can resonate, another aspect of who you are, or of an external aspect of your life, whether it be relationship, career, money, status, etc., that isn't at the you know level that you think you should be at in an effort to feel enough, to be enough. So that I am not enough belief, if that is existing primarily in the subcurrent of your subconscious, and if you haven't listened, I encourage you to listen to episode three where I dive deeper and even just distinguishing the difference between your subconscious mind and your conscious mind. But so if that I am not enough belief is existing on that subcurrent, it's going to rob you from being able to experience the delight that's present in your life right now, the pain of that belief of I am not enough will make it feel like you need to constantly strive, like you need to constantly prove, like you need to constantly effort, constantly project. All like exhaustive efforts, all like put on modes that are incongruent and inauthentic with the underlying intention of just trying for once and for all to feel enough, to be enough. And body hate, body dissatisfaction, body loathing, body dysmorphia, all of those are rooted in the feeling of not being enough. And I want to clarify that You know, maybe as you're listening to this, you're like, yeah, I know. Like, I am enough. I am enough. And there's a distinct difference between being aware that you are enough and actually feeling it from, like, a bodily place. Meaning, like, being aware that you are enough, it's not an intellectual knowing. It's not just something that you know intellectually. Which is why I think when – if you're only doing, you know, positive thinking work or you're only working on your affirmations, those are going to fall flat and you might end up feeling like just even more stuck or down on yourself because you think you're doing the work to try to grow beyond these limiting beliefs yet you still really fundamentally believe you're not enough. And it's because you can't just know it from an intellectual level. It has to be an actual embodied knowing. And without a true bodily understanding of I am enough and feeling that from a visceral cellular body level until you can experience that, the I am not enough belief is going to remain wired pretty strongly in your periphery, in your subconscious. And so I'm going to share a personal story today of my own experience of being able to find my enoughness from that visceral cellular body place I just spoke to. But I first want to give a little context um, before I dive into my personal story. So we're gonna broaden out for just a moment or two from just looking at that limiting belief. And what I want to just set the framework and context for is naming we have both a physical body and we have an energetic body. So your physical body, for example, your physical body would be your muscles, your bones, your blood, your fascia, etc. Your energetic body would be your life force or chi that runs through and around you. Sometimes I think in Western culture, we might refer to it more as like vigor, like your inner vigor. But we have very distinctly different. We have a physical body and we have an energetic body. So the energetic body being the life force, chi, vigor, prana, In all healing, martial arts, and yogic traditions, a key energetic center in the body is the womb space. So for men who don't have a womb, that would be their their lower abdomen. But for women, it's our womb space. And I always like to name when I first introduce the womb space, that it does not matter if you have your physical womb or you do not. It's that energetic space. So in Chinese Qigong, this is known as the Dantian. So the Dantian might be um, a, a, a name that you have heard before. It is, it's a little bit more common. And so this power center that, again, is one of the most important energetic healing centers um, Is located in the center core of your body so for us female our womb space is literally located in the center point of our gravity and so this space is about three inches below your navel and then back towards your spine so just think about that you can even put your hand on your lower abdomen for a moment so three inches below your navel and then back towards your spine so really, it's like that center point of your pelvis. And the dantian or womb space is considered to be the house of physical communication, sensory awareness, and feelings. So I think we can all relate to having a moment when we just had a gut feeling about something. You could feel it in your gut. Typically, if you're having or receiving a gut feeling about something – That gut feeling is is coming from this place. And the more you pay attention to this place, the more you fine-tune your connection with this space, the clearer this communication becomes. And for myself, how this relates to the I am not enough voice. This is where the story comes in. And so also what I wanted to name before I go into the story because it is interesting when we're talking about physical body and energetic bodies that physically the womb space for us women is literally our organ our center of creativity of resource regardless in regards to creativity regardless of we create you know human life or not and again it's in our center point of gravity the center of our pelvis our pelvis being one of the most important structural components to our overall skeletal alignment. And so, yes, it's a very important physical part of us that happens to correspond also energetically. It's one of the most important energetic centers in our body. So it's just this this beautiful overlap of where the physical body and the energetic body come together. And so years ago, this would have been, I think about eight years ago now, I attended a weekend. It was an Art of Feminine Presence weekend with Rachel Jane Groover, who ended up becoming a teacher of mine. But I didn't, you know, I had only knew her. I only knew Rachel Jane at that point in time. Um, I'd gone to like one free, you know, 30-minute talk that she gave. And then I ended up in this three-day immersive art of feminine presence training. And I just went completely open. I didn't know what to expect. I didn't have any expectations. I just knew it was where I was supposed to be. I, I You could say I had a gut feeling about it, and I, and I trusted that. And it was here that I actually first learned how to inhabit my womb space. So I learned, like, not just that intellectual learning. I learned from an embodiment aspect how to inhabit my womb space and what that can feel like. And I had a huge, profound experience. I remember being on a hike where the immersive weekend, um, it was in Golden, Colorado, if you know Golden. So those who are locals of the Boulder area will know North Table Mountain. And so the hotel that the workshop was at was right next to North Table Mountain. And so on breaks, I would go on a little hike, a little walk by myself, just to integrate, to get some movement. And I remember just this feeling of like, Dynamic magnetism, this sense of aliveness that I had never experienced before, where I felt so confident, I felt so present, I felt so clear, I felt so enough. And I felt so enough not by mentally trying to just like overpower my mind and think more positively and just like overpower my negativity and limiting beliefs. Instead, there was so much more like ease and ah, like relaxation to it. Because instead of trying to like mentally power through and try and project out that I was confident or project out that I had it all together, there was this deep sense. It was almost like I connected with my own innate essence where for one of the first times in my life, I was more deeply in my body, specifically being rooted and anchored into my womb space. That was like my central point of connection. And from being in that place, the felt sense I experienced was this like relaxing back and down, So I was relaxing back and down within myself, which supported me in just feeling present and feeling calm and feeling connected. And so like not needing to prove I was enough, not needing to prove anything to anyone. You know, even often like that comparison loop, especially like in a training or like a workshop like that. And then you go off and have a little alone time. I have noticed times in the past where my mind would go into maybe some comparison or why did you say that? Or why did they say that? Or blah, 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 going down some loops that aren't productive or creative or supportive in nature. And instead, I just had was so present to my feet connecting with the ground, so present to the way that the air felt on my skin. I felt my enoughness from the inside out. So often those of us, I mean, actually I think honestly, unfortunately, most of us in today's society and world But particularly those of us who have historically hated our bodies, not liked our bodies, not felt like enough because of the way our physical body looks, we tend to pop out of our body. Meaning we don't want to inhabit our body, right? It's the last place we want to be. And we're not consciously doing this. It's just what happens. We're trying to escape our body. I talked about this in episode one, My Body, The problem. So it's not a place we tend to spend much time in instead we're trying to fix it we're trying to see you know what external things are out there that might help us in fixing this thing and then particularly our womb space which again is in the center point of our pelvis the area of our sexuality An area where there can be a lot of shame and a lot of trauma held. So if you are someone, if you've experienced sexual trauma in your past or have historically had really like challenging periods with a lot of pain when you menstruate um, or maybe you've had a miscarriage or had to terminate a pregnancy, this area is probably not a place that you want to go to because it can bring up a lot of sensation, a lot of emotion. And so we tend to pop out of it. And what we're doing when we're pop out of those places is we're leaving a void. We're leaving a void within ourselves. And before I go into that, one thing I just want to name, if you are someone who's experienced a lot of trauma, and you haven't had a lot of support, I just want to encourage you to please seek out some support in some capacity, whether it be a therapist. I'm a huge fan of somatic therapy. The the form of work I do is not therapy, but it is embodiment coaching, so it's very much somatic base coming into your body. But it's important to have a safe, held, firm, clear container that's guiding you, that you're held in As you do this work, particularly if you have significant trauma in your past, you're not meant to do it alone. Hey, it's Emily. And I just wanted to interrupt this episode briefly to let you know about a free offering. I'm offering for the month of August. I have four slots left. Embracing Radical Embodiment Calls. These are free calls for women who are struggling with really enjoying their experience in their body. So if you are having challenge in regards to feeling your self-worth regardless of your weight or being able to sit in discomfort rather than overeat when you're feeling upset or stressed, or maybe you're just like noticing this constant preoccupation with judging the way your body looks or trying to suck in your stomach and trying to look smaller, whatever it may be. I really encourage you, if you resonate with any of that, to go to the show notes for this episode and you'll see the link and book your call with me. This is a free call. It's Embracing Radical Embodiment. In the call, I will support you in getting clear as far as where you are right now in your own body journey and Kind of some of the roots of what's keeping you stuck, and give you at least one, if not two to three, tangible takeaway actions that will support you in being able to right away have a more embodied, connected, enjoyable experience. So be sure to claim that or share if you know a woman who might resonate with that. And you can reach out to me, Emily at radicalembodiment.com. Or you can go to the show notes where you'll see the link to schedule your free Embracing Radical Embodiment call. Or again, email Emily at radicalembodiment.com. Now, back to the episode. And so when you are, you know, that tendency to pop up and out, and especially not even being in our center of gravity, when there's a void there, That void completely corresponds with this I am not enough voice because you're not enough because you can feel a void within you. And I think that's where some of the compulsion can come from, the compulsion to eat, the compulsion to buy, the compulsion to consistently stay busy, ignoring, staying completely saturated in experience and projects and tasks. So that you don't have to be in the pain of this void of this i am not enough but you can learn to fill that void with your attention awareness and presence and that's where true healing begins that's where shifting into actually believing on all levels that you are enough comes from So for myself in this weekend, that story I just shared, for me, it was the first time in my entire life that without effort, without trying to overpower my brain, that I felt enough. You know, my mind's old games of comparison and seeing myself or others as less than weren't there. My familiar mode of projecting out that I had it all together vanished. And the reason behind this remarkable shift was learning how to inhabit my womb space. Which was that actual embodied feeling of being in the center of my body. Which allowed me to feel my true belonging to myself. And during that weekend, I discovered how to experience the present moment through my physical body and feel my enoughness from the inside out. So if you can learn, and when you're, can, if you can learn to be in your womb space it's that being in your womb that will help you know in that true deep embodied knowing not you know not that intellectual knowing so this is different but being in your womb space will help you know from an embodied place that yes you are enough so it will be more of a felt sense versus a lot of words or story and when you are in your womb space, you are home. So presence is being home in your body. And I have had some female clients in the past who, for each of their own reasons, womb space like just didn't resonate with them. Like when I'd be like, "Be come, you know, come into your womb space." they'd be like, nah. <laughs> that doesn't sound so great to me. And so we just shift the word, the language, and and most commonly, what I've used that's really worked for for women is just come home, coming home, and that is really what it feels like. It feels like coming home to yourself. Um, other words I've used is even just saying like one of my clients really loved like thinking about being in the center point of her pelvis, her center of gravity. And that language for her really supported her in being able to anchor into this place. But when you are able to be in your womb space, when you are able to be in your home, to you that's an example of you owning your space by inhabiting your body, which gives you so much presence So I want to talk a moment about this idea of presence because it relates all of this to this feeling of enoughness. because to me, presence is when you are in your body. So if you think for a moment of, you know, say you're in a a gathering, a dinner, or you know some sort of gathering in a room with people, and a woman walks in and no one notices her. And then, a little while later, another woman walks in. In all eyes, they notice her as she walk about. She feels like magnetic. She lights up the room with her presence. So that's the difference in these two women. These, this example is has not, nothing to do with what their body looks like, what shape their body is, what makeup they have on, what outfit they have on. Instead, it's that one has presence and one does not and so the more presence you have which comes from inhabiting your body the more seen you become the more visible you become the more i talked about when i was sharing my own personal story i felt this like magnetic aliveness the more magnetic you become and so often when we feel insecure when we feel nervous when we feel anxious we project out into the world a persona or an emotional state that's not aligned with our current state of being. So, you know, maybe you're going to an event or you're going on a date or you're going to a dinner or something that you feel anxious about or you feel nervous. And so it's like, okay, let me just like project out that I have it all together. Let me just project out that I'm confident. Let me just project out that I'm friendly and when you are doing that, even though it's very well-intentioned, it actually most often has the opposite effect, meaning it doesn't feel good to others. And they might not be able to put words, but they, they'll just notice there's something about you that just like doesn't quite feel right or doesn't feel good or it feels inauthentic. You know, so we might feign that we have it all together, Or we're perfect or, you know, maybe just go to the opposite spectrum and just completely let yourself just – you feel completely invisible uh, and you're just stuck in your head of like out of your body, you know, just convinced you're not good enough so you'll just be invisible, let your mind loop and just, you know, try to quietly sit in your chair, lurk into the corner and no one will see you. And when you do that, when you either perform, meaning like projecting, you have it all together or you dissociate that more of like just completely invisible stuck in thought loop out of comparison or insecurity, you're going to end up feeling completely exhausted at the end of the event, at the end of the day, because you're you're using all of your energy to like be out of yourself, to not be connected with your true essence. That's a lot of work. And any time you are leaving a void like that within yourself, it also, I'm not going to go deep into this, but I just want to name it. It leaves energetic space for others' energies to infiltrate yours. And so maybe you leave a conversation and you just feel icky or exhausted or you're just like not quite feeling like yourself. Those are often telling signs that you've taken on some energy that's not yours. And the more you inhabit your body, the less likely that that is going to happen. But yeah, when you are feeling that insecure and you're trying to project out a mode that's incongruent with how you feel or you're just lost in thought and stuck and that like insecurity of feeling not enough. You become less visible, you become less magnetic, you lose your potency and your power. But when you can anchor into your body, that is when you will feel calm, grounded, and enough. So if I'm having a moment And of course I have these moments, right? I'm human. We're all human where I'm feeling like triggered. I'm feeling like really like some intense sadness or some intense loneliness or longing that has me feeling like I'm grasping or clinging. And if that's feeling really intense, my tendency sometimes is I want to numb it down, which might be with like some food. Or my 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 thought patterns might go into some unhealthy limiting beliefs or more like negative thoughts. And so those are moments that I try, do my best, but I've I've trained myself now through the years. So it's more easy for me to do this when I purposely just try to take a moment and connect with my womb space. Just like see if I can come down into my body. Because when I do that, that's when I can slow down the self-doubt train. Through doing that, I'm slowing down the self-doubt. I'm slowing down any need of projecting or proving or like trying. And I'm just coming back and down within myself. I'm just coming home to me. Nothing to do, nothing to prove. And for me, that gives me the ability, the self-agency to make a different, make a more empowering choice. So I'm not being driven by compulsiveness. I'm not being driven by trying to buy this or buy that or seeking external validation for how maybe I am enough. Instead, I just get to feel my enoughness from the inside out. And when you are choosing to consistently connect into this space and just even within your own body in general, that actually is also, it's helping to rewire your nervous system. So you're starting to little by little, layer upon layer, reclaim your body as a safe territory instead of something that, you know, you avoid at all costs. Right, So the more we're choosing to inhabit different centers in our body, the more we're choosing to be in the center of our pelvis, the more we're starting to also help recognize our body like, oh, it is safe to be here. It is okay to be here which will support you as you are about in life, as you are in situations where you have more emotional charge around it. You will more readily be able to stay anchored into your body instead of, you know, popping out. Or maybe you notice more readily that you pop out. And anytime we notice and are aware, we have the opportunity to do something about it. We have the opportunity to, huh, okay, in this interaction, is it possible for me to take a couple deep breaths? Is it possible for me to drop into the center of my body or at least a little bit, or maybe, you know, I'll often have even clients, sometimes like going to our pelvis is a lot. Like I said before, it can be really a challenging place to inhabit in the beginning of your embodiment journey. And so sometimes I'll just have clients like just try and be in your feet, you know, so if you are in an interaction or if you're out and about in the world and you're noticing you're really stuck in your head, you're really stuck in comparison, you're really stuck in the thought loop of not feeling enough. Like if you're you know an able-bodied person and you're standing and you're walking, you know, can you really feel the ground, the floor beneath your feet? You know, maybe you need to like rub your feet, something to help kind of wake up. And I find anytime we can do some sort of like body cue like that, a body cue being like some sort of movement of our feet, of our hands maybe rubbing on our thigh, or even just putting your hand on your lower abdomen, that helps also bring us in, that helps to bring us into our body. And so what gets to become possible when you shift the pattern in your system from the illusion of, I am not enough, to the true story of, I am enough? I want you to just sit with that question. Maybe write it down. So I'll say it one more time. What becomes possible? when you shift the pattern in your system from the illusion of I am not enough to the true story of I am enough. Because if we're living with that I am not enough belief, it's going to hold us back in so many areas of our life. If you believe you are not enough, you might not really fully go out for your goals, for your desires in your career, in your relationships, for your family, for your community. Because if you're believing you're not enough, it's going to keep you more limited. It's going to keep you more stuck. It's going to keep you in a safer place. If you can rewire that from your body and start to... Feel your enoughness. You can begin finding your enoughness from the inside out. You will more readily and naturally go after your goals. You will more naturally and ready put yourself out there because you will know you are enough. And if you put yourself out there and it doesn't work out, you will know that you will be okay. Because you can come back and down and fall upon like one, this beautiful center of your body and the center of your pelvis. You can fall back and down within yourself instead of just like falling down and collapsing while your head and your thoughts are looped in the ethers of believing something that's not true which would be you're not enough. So my takeaway for you would be to take a moment each day. Maybe 3 minutes where you really you close your eyes, you do some deep full belly breaths, letting your belly expand on the inhale. And you bring your hand to your lower abdomen and think of that point. So that point being the center of your pelvis. So it's about three inches below your navel, back towards your spine. And you can imagine a crystal, a light. You can imagine the actual organ, whatever works for you. But I would encourage you to breathe into this space at least seven breaths. So as you inhale, this space is expanding. As you exhale, it's softening and grounding. So the inhale expanding, becoming more spacious. The exhale, it's softening and it's grounding. And in this little three-minute check-in, you're just inviting yourself to be more in the lower half of your body. Which again, for a lot of us women who also maybe if we felt shamed for our sexuality or we don't want to appear too sexy because to, we don't want to receive you know, unsolicited attention, we kind of shut down here. And so I am encouraging you to reconnect with this place. And, you know, you'll take seven breaths, you know, imagine sometimes I'll literally have clients envision like the whole pelvic bowl. And if you don't know your anatomy, that's fine. You know, do imagine what works for you, which is as simple as that hand, as I described. But if you can imagine that whole pelvic bowl, it's like filling up the front, the back, the sides, the bottom, the whole, your pelvic floor with your attention and awareness. As you are breathing, like really feeling your breath. Touch all borders. Touch the whole capacity. And keeping inviting your attention back and down within you. And, you know, maybe do this every day the next seven days. Three minutes. That's the only commitment I'm asking. And notice what, what, just see what you notice. See if you start to feel that sense I'm describing here of, Finding your enoughness. And that might be a big ask, I realize, you know, on a podcast platform where maybe you have not much experience, if any at all, with any sort of embodiment work. And if that's the case, it's fine. It's not wrong. Don't judge yourself. Don't feel like, oh, you have so far to go. Just know that if it, you know, feels supported to you, it might be worthwhile to reach out and receive some support. And I am offering right now, I have four remaining Embracing Radical Embodiment calls, and these are free calls, and this would be a great practice that we could work through together on that call. This, the intention of these calls are really to be of service and for women who are struggling with their body image, who are struggling with not feeling enough because of the way their body looks. Um, so you can reach out to me, Emily at radicalembodiment.com, to learn more um, and to schedule your call. So thank you, thank you, thank you. You made it to the end of episode six, find your enoughness. And I really hope you take me up on this invitation for the next seven days, three minutes a day, of starting to see if you can exist if you can bring more of your attention and presence into the lower half of your body. All right. Thanks so much for listening and have a beautiful rest of your day.